Welcome to another episode of Hard to Beat. I'm Felicia Brassad. And I'm Reginald Riddick, Jr. And today we're talking about what it takes to package your business for investors. And that is a question we get asked a lot at Invest Caribbean. And so we wanted to make sure that we're educating folks, especially if you're a project developer looking to raise millions of dollars on how exactly you need to present for investors. So, you know, Raj, one of the big issues that we get, uh, we have to deal with, especially every day at Invest Caribbean, or we get projects all the time for people who are looking to raise millions, uh, but they sometimes, and a lot of the times, don't know exactly what they need to present for investors to actually be willing to even look at the project. And that is something that we figured we would use our podcast to really educate people on how exactly they have to present what they need to do before they can even get to the stage of pitching uh, an investor or even sending it to us because we actually have to have these documents before we can do the pitching. So that is really what this episode is all about. And you know, uh, one of the main components of this, of course, everybody knows that they at least should know that they need to have a business plan. If you have an idea, you have to make sure that you have a business plan and you also have to have a financial projection. So usually investors look for like five years, Reg, like, you know, uh, you're in banking, you work on this every day, pretty much. Um, so they look for five years projection if you're just a startup and you're starting out. And the other main thing they look at before they even look at your business plan or they look at your financials is your investor deck. So you have to have an investor deck that is usually about 10 pages only. And that is really what they look for uh, when you pitch them initially. They just browse through that and say, okay, this is a great idea. Now we need additional details. That's when you send your business plan. That's when you get all of your detailed financial projections in place and, and you send that to them as a package. Um, so we're going to talk today about what you should put in your investment deck. And that is the first step uh, in this podcast that we're going to deal with today, Reg. And you've got a good list of them, Reg. I know you've got a 10 page uh, list of things, but we're going to try to keep it short like you should in your investor deck and make sure that we get into as much as possible in this podcast on what you need to do on the investment deck, Reg. So what's the first step you think, Reg, that we should be focused on in an investment deck? The first step is the first thing that they see, which is the title. You know, people don't really pay too much of attention to the title, but it, 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 needs, to, it needs to have the company name. It needs to have the presenter's name, the title, the address, the email and the cell phone number, you know, just information of who's going to be presenting, who, who, who's going to, who, who am I actually listening to today? Main points, the, the title. Yeah, absolutely, Brett. And, you know, usually we're, we recommend, especially on that front page, that you make that synopsis, um, the title that, that we're talking about, you make it about like exactly what your project is about. So make it very snappy, make it very attractive that people would want to actually be like, oh, this is a great idea. Um, you know, what is this about? And then you obviously have your contact information there so they can, they, they know exactly who they should contact. And you, if you have your logo, you should have your logo already. You put it on that right side of the page so that people can actually know, okay, so this is a company, it's already registered, it's got a logo. It's not something that, you know, you're just pulling out of the sky 
and thinking, <laughs> okay, this is going to raise millions for me. So that's well, Felicia. Yeah. You know, I, I actually uh, was a, I actually one of my um, accolades is that I was a project manager for banking. Um, and just to talk about how important the title is, even when you're talking about projects. So we're talking about internal stakeholders here. We're not talking about externals trying to make billions of dollars. How important a title is, is you have to be able to, like you said, wow your audience just from that first page, them wanting to dig deeper and understand what it's about. Um, in project management, we, we, we have to build our title page so that the engineers and the software engineers are excited about what they're about to build so they can kind of buy into the idea. So just to kind of add on to what you were talking about, make that title page very intriguing um, and, and make, 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 the, make the viewer want to dig deeper. Absolutely. And, you know, this is something that obviously you should know, but like Reggie said, it, it doesn't matter what your target audience is. Obviously, you're targeting investors, but it still is about really making sure it's appealing. And that includes graphic design. So make sure it's graphically appealing and it looks good. And you can do this easily nowadays. You can get all kinds of free software online. You can get free templates online. So you don't really need to, to be spending a whole lot on this. Um, you can really just do this yourself. And, you know, you've got Canva, like one of the software that you can use and have templates that, that you can actually do. So then we're talking about, so that's page one. The next page should be really like an executive summary, but not in the traditional way as, as you would in your business plan. It should be like graphically, just like little bits, like who we are, what's the idea, and then sort of like what exactly you're looking for. So just three things and you can like do like little graphic pictures so that you just make sure that it's breaking up, you know, the, the plain text or the plain page. And then also make sure that your font size is bigger than usual that, that than you would, you know, in a typical, you know, just a document. Make sure it's bigger because, you know, the investor is just browsing through and often they're seeing a whole lot. So you have to make sure you stand out graphically and then you stand out with these snappy little sentences. It shouldn't be more than 30 characters. You want to just grab attention, tell them exactly, um, you know, who you are, what's it about. And then really the next page that we're going to, to jump on is the problem. So what's the problem that you're solving? So you need to like identify that problem exactly. And then you just put it there again as a, really just a sentence. Make sure it's just very short, very snappy. And again, focus on the picture about like exactly you can use it about what your project is. Um, you know, if you're you're dealing with real estate, you can put the nice if you've got your graphic already done for your your architect and you're building a house or building a hotel. You can use sort of like, you know, the, the picture of that so that they're and, you know, and choose like, oh, wow, this is how it's going to look. This is great. Let's move on. So, uh, Raj, you'll take over what the next page should look like. The next page should be the business model. Um, Felicia, I mean, all of these are, everything that we're going to list today is equal as equally important, but you have to think about what you, how the money is going to be made. How, how can you intrigue your investors to really want to invest in your idea? Now, you can't expect everyone to want to, everyone to understand your idea because it's your idea, but this is what this is all about. It's a pitch deck. So you have to make it succinct. Um, and straight to the point, but also very, very, very attention grabbing, as we stated. Um, when we talk about how, how the money is going to be made, um, you talk about you talk about uh, you know, you know what 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 research you've done so far, um, what 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 the market is missing, 
Um, and so those are the type of things that you want to uh, include in your business model. Yeah, and that's really what you call the solutions page. So you're going to mm -hmm. just tag that as solutions and you really are going to put that. And again, you're doing this very brief. You could do it like as a little bullet uh, points, but you also want to make it sentences, not just points. Um, so you can explain exactly like, you know, you've already highlighted the problem. Now here is how we're going to solve that problem. You know, we're going to do this, this and this. And this is how we're going to have some traction. And this is how we're going to make money by year three or year two. Um, you know, and so just very brief of what your business plan is, is really what you need to look at um, in that page as well, Reg. And so then we talk about the go-to-market plan. Now, what is your go-to-market plan? It's really just the same. If you had like, if you if you set up a hot sauce business and you have want to take it to market, now you've got the product, how do you take it to market? And really that's what the go-to-market plan is. It talks about, you know, are you ready? Are you, um, you know, what you're going to do actually now? So once you solve the problem, okay, so I've given you a hundred million what are you going to do with that? Exactly. How are you going to start spending my money uh, to build this and return my investment? Um, and that's what you need to think of. Like, okay, so what's the first step? Um, the first step is I'm going to do X. You know, I'm going to actually have this uh, hire a team. I'm going to already be uh, have the land that is available. Um, so we're going to start. We're, we're shovel ready. We're ground up. We're going to get uh, to completion by what year, um, you know, the end of the year is going to take six months for the first villa to go up um, and the first sale. And so that's the sort of thing you want to talk about in your go to market strategy, like exactly what is your go to market strategy. So that again, succinct, make sure it's graphically pleasing, always just short, very short so that they just have a snippet of it. You're not giving away too much, but you're just already still selling yourself. Exactly, Felicia. Um, the next step that you want, the next page that you want to do is the competitive analysis. So the current landscape, the current landscape and why your idea or company is better. Um, we have to we have to remember that everything exists, right? Everything exists and not in a silo. Everyone's seen everything. What makes you different? What makes what makes the what, again, we're building on, right? We're building on to a final product. What makes your business better than you know what makes your ice cream business better than duncan hans or or it's duncan hans ice cream whatever what makes your ice cream business better than you know ben and jerry's um and so it's really uh, going back to market research is going to be really really important here what how how or how are you competing in the market right now um why is your product why is your product a necessity why what how much have you sold in the past? In, in, you know, in in the past, you know, what what is your what is your strategy? Yeah, absolutely. And of course, if you're starting up, you want to make sure that you focus on those people who are actually going to be your competitors. So, if uh, Ben and Jerry is your competitor, then say Ben and Jerry is your competitor. But how are you going to do it better? Maybe you're going to do organic. Uh, maybe you're going to just do an ice cream that is non-dairy or you know, an ice cream that, hey, is has uh, Caribbean flavors or uh, mm -hmm. ice cream that has like, you know, jerk seasoning. You know, I've, I've heard about jerk ice cream. I don't know. I've never had it. But <laughs> it sounds <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Just how you stand out in the marketplace, even though they're competitors. And of course, they're in the ice cream business or in the in the, um, you know, food business, whatever business that you're pitching. 
they're going to be competitors. You have to identify your competitors. If you go to an investor and say, oh, well, we don't have any competitors, they're going to be like, really now? Um, I don't think you've done your research accurately. I'm not interested in this. I'm not, this is risk, you know, too risky for me. So you've got to tell them who the, the, the real competitors are and then how you're going to stem it, you know, and, and what are you going to do different? So that's really what your competitive analysis uh, page should look at. The next uh, thing that they also look at, if you have been in, in business, say, uh, maybe you have done something and you're pitching a new brand or you're looking to raise additional capital, they look at what they call traction. So they would look at, say, okay, well, I've uh, actually started this business. It's not pre-seed. It's actually a seed business. So now we're looking for more money to, to grow. Um, and here's what we've done. We've won, uh, what we've won some awards. Um, we've actually uh, taken the product to market. We've got contracts. Um, we're actually, you know, making some money. We're not obviously where we should be, but we are making money. So it is obviously revenue making. Um, it's not pre-revenue. It is not a seed venture. So investors want to hear that the sort of traction that you've already had, if you if you have. If you haven't, say, for instance, you're building a major project and maybe you've done the feasibility studies already. Maybe you've got the soil samples already. Maybe you've got the lease um, on the land or, or you've bought the land already. You own it and you're ready. Um, those are all your tractions that you're going to list there and make sure that that's what um, you put uh, into that, 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 that section. Yeah, Felicia, most definitely. Um, the next page we would you will want to introduce who your key partners are. So your management team, the key play, the key player that will take the business to the next level, including the board of directors and the major investors. So this doesn't have to be a well a long drawn out six page paper. It can be. It, remember, we're talking about our PowerPoint straight straight to the point where people can connect the name and the title to a picture. So literally, we can have a, a think of a family tree. You have a, a branch, we have a, a CEO, and then you have everyone who reports to the CEO. Pictures, titles. Next level down, next level down. You want to make sure that you have very, very straight, succinct information, and it does not have to be uh, detailed. People are not going to read a lot of words. You want to keep it as, as short as possible, but with as much detail as necessary. Yeah, absolutely right. I love that. I love, actually, I'm visualizing that. That's a really good visual right there, uh, tree, uh, basically, because you are growing something, so... It's sort of a good a good analogy to kind of yes. uh, stick to, indeed. I like that. And of course, we want to make sure that you have some of your financial projections. Um, if you have that done already, and you should, if you're looking to raise some money, you should have your financial projections. So you want to put like some of it into your investment deck. Not of course everything, but of course the main points of it. So if you're a startup and you're making projections, you want to make sure that you put that five-year projection in it to show how the business is going to grow, what the revenue uh, return on investment is going to look like, and when exactly can the investors start expecting to get their money back, um, when, would it sh when would the business actually show profit. Um, so all of these important things that you should have worked on with your accountant in your financial projections. You just want to make sure you take a screenshot of those like key parts of it from your Excel sheet. And then you want to save that as a, as a, as a JPEG or a, a photo file and then import it into your investment deck. So it's, it's really going to be a picture 
that you're showing. And, and then on the heading, you're going to put, you know, financial projections. So that's really what I think uh, you should, you know, really do for that section. You should also make sure if you have worked really closely with your accountant and they have, you know, like that, um, the, the profit before tax profit, what they call the PAT, all of these things, these projections should be in your financial piece already. So you're just basically pulling out the key pieces because remember, again, you want to impress. You've got one chance to impress this investor uh, who's reading this. So you want to show them exactly what your business is going to do. You don't want to show them, oh, year two, we're not going to be as good. You want to show them the whole big picture and say, look, you know, by year, year three, we're going to be able to just make you back all your money. Um, you're going to actually earn a return on investment by how much percentage. And that's really how you present uh, that financial uh, page. And it should just be one page, really, because you want to whet their appetite so they can come back and say, hey, I like your idea. I really want to get down to this. I want to get more details on this as well. Absolutely, Felicia. Um, last but not least, um, you want to, your last page, which is status, accomplishments, timeline, and use of funds. So the current state of your business, what the future looks like, and how money will be raised. Now, with everything we've stated, understand that that a business that a that a investor that is investing thousands, millions into you, billions into you, whatever it may be, has already done the research on you. So they already know what your company has has has, has brought in over the years. You're presenting that information to them. So don't try to uh, inflate or deflate anything. Be modest or try to make yourself seem like it's it, they they already know what's happening. They just want to make sure that you can present it and that you can bring across the actual ideas, the, the fine details of what your business is going to do. So again, the current state of your business, what the future looks like, and how your money will be made. Yes, absolutely, Raj. And you know, also in that section, you want to make sure, of course, you're honest, like Raj says. You have to be honest with your ideas. Investors also react uh, because they're seeing so many investment uh, decks and pitches. They react to that personal story. It's like, okay, I have done this. Uh, the problem is because I have been through this um, or I and I, this happened to me and I was like, wait a minute, I need to solve this problem. Um, and I know there are lots of people from our market research that actually, and you know, does this already or they need this product or they are ready for this hotel or they're, you know, ready for this financial product in our in our region. Um, just really just that sort of thing. So you want to make sure that in that last page, that you're leaving them with exactly a couple of things. How much money are you looking for? So looking forward, it should be like your last page as you build up these uh, three different sections, but the last page should be looking forward. It should be exactly, we're looking for X amount of money. So they know when they come to that last page, how much money you're looking for. What are you willing to give up for that return? So for instance, you can say, okay, we're looking for a hundred million. We're going to give you 40% equity stake in our company. We're going to give you a management stake. We're going to also give you a seat on the board. So you want to make sure you tell them exactly what they're getting for this amount of money. And then you want to also summarize from your financials, again, looking through it and realizing when exactly you're going to get to profitability you want to make sure that you tell them exactly. So we're going to reach profitability by year three, for instance. It's going to be a you know 2.3 um, x return on your investment. Um, so you really need to just summarize that 
and put it there as well. So that's the last thing they're seeing. So you're exciting them with your idea. You're building them up. Say, look, we've got the solution. We've got the team. We are ready to go. This is our projection. And now you're closing with, boom, this is how much money we need. This is how much uh, we're going to give you. And hey, contact page, last page again. Let's get this going. We're ready. Thank you. Call us. Here's all my information. Boom, that's your that's your investment deck right there. So you don't really need to, uh, you know, to stress out as much. What you do need to do is to pay close attention to everything that you've got already in your business plan. Tell the story in your investment deck. Make sure it looks great. And then you've got a winner. So Felicia, you, you brought something up key because we've partnered on a couple of these contracts that um, that <clears throat> that we've worked on together. Um, and you kind of talked about what you're willing to give up, which I think is a major, major portion of just someone who's reviewed uh, applications and and seen, you know, um, when when investors are not interested. How important is giving something up? It really is, because that's what they're going to ask you. It's like, listen, you're asking me for, OK, say you're asking for, for maybe just five million. OK, so it's like I need five million. And they're going to say first first question. What have you invested already? What's your skin in the game? And you're going to say, well, I put in all this work. I've built the company to this level. Now I'm ready to move on. Or I've got the land um, and the land is appraised at X amount of money. Um, so you have to know exactly what you have done and what is the value of what you've done already, because that is the big question. First questions investors always ask, what's your skin in the game? Um, you want me to put my money in and you don't have any skin in the game? Really? I mean, I'm going to just take all the risk here. So that you have to know exactly what the skin in the game is. And then what are you willing to give up? They're going to say, OK, so I'm willing to put in five million into your company. What am I getting in return for that five million? And you have to talk to your people, your 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 partners. If you have no partners, you have to talk to your accountant. Uh, make sure you know exactly in your head what is it that you're going to give up or what you feel comfortable enough starting the negotiation at, because that is critical. You're not going to say, I'm going to give up 40% of my company and open the negotiation on 40% because investors are always greedy. They're going to come in and say, okay, well, we're starting at 40%. How about you give me 49%? Um, and you're going to say, uh, no, I don't want to give up 49% of my company. And then the whole deal starts unraveling and you're going like, okay, I don't know what happened. What did I do? Um, so you want to start out and say, okay, I'm going to give up 20 to 30%. I'm willing to give you 20% investment stake as equity in my company. I'm willing to have you be part of, you know, put somebody in as part of our management team. So they're overseeing your money and, and how we're spending it. And you want to have somebody on the board of directors. So they're also represented there. And you start from that point, And then basically, you know, you start negotiating. Because remember, Reg, and that's something we're going to talk about as we, as we, we, start, we continue doing these podcasts, educate people on this, um, is that they're going to have to now present to the investor. So this is just the first step. Your investment deck getting to them. If they're interested now, they're going to call you up and say, okay, I'd like to have a meeting with you and I'd like you to present your idea. And that's when you have to make the pitch. And so that's why it's also very important that you keep this uh, investment deck short so that you know 
exactly all your talking points are already in the pitch deck. So when you get to your pitch now, you're not, you know, stammering and trying to remember this and remember that. You already know it. You're flowing and you're like, just easy. And this is where the preparation come. And that's really what we we do, Reg, at Invest Caribbean. You know, we work with clients trying to advise them and tell them exactly what to do. So we're very open to anybody who wants to reach out to us and, you know, hire us as consultants to help them through this process as well. So Felicia, I know we were going to uh, touch on some other topics today. So what was the next topic we want to touch on? Well, I know for, for we're going to continue this uh, podcast as a series just to make sure that we educate folks on the uh, different steps of presenting to an investor. So I know our next podcast, which you don't want to miss, is going to be about the business plan and your financials. And then we're going to go on in our future episodes to talk about pitching. And actually, maybe we'll get somebody in who can actually talk a bit more about that, uh, who's an expert pitcher. So that would be great. But for now, before we, we, we go, we just wanted to leave you with just a couple more tips uh, today. And one of those is to make sure you don't get caught up in these technical jargons. And, you know, sometimes if you're presenting like a AI uh, business plan or a tech savvy business plan, you, you tend to get caught up in these technical terms. Well, sometimes the investors who are reading it, they're not as familiar uh, with those technical terms. You know, maybe they're just reviewing the, the investment deck. So you want to make sure you stay away from all these technical jargons and make sure you're just really telling your story, telling the problem, what the solution is, and really painting the whole picture, Reg. Absolutely. Um, I think one of the topics that we, you know, that we don't talk about enough, but it's probably the most important when you're, when you're creating a pitch deck is making sure that your pitch deck is legible. I mean, you have to remember these, these investors, as Felicia has stated, have, have probably seen millions of pitch decks. They are ready to go to lunch or ready to go home, whatever it may be. They don't want to be there. So you have to grab their attention. And especially if the investor is squinting, trying to read, you know, yellow Sanskrit on neon background you're going to lose them. So use large, use large, easy to read fonts and do not, you know, do not uh, like scrunch up your, 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 uh, your fonts. Just make sure that everything is very legible and easy to read. If you can, if you can, one of, one of the, one of the um, rules of thumb that you want to do is take your pitch deck and send it to one of your friends that, that looks, that has looked at at least one PowerPoint uh, a couple of times, or put it, put it really big on your screen in PowerPoint presentation mode, step back. And if you can't read it from the back of the room, then you need to you probably need to make it bigger. Um, just make sure that it, you, fine details really make people just drift away into la la land or start thinking about what they're having for lunch, start texting their coworkers, whatever it may be. Make sure you're not that person. Yeah, that is really interesting, Reg. I really like that point. And you know, the other thing that people sometimes uh, get lost in is that they put these heavy backgrounds in that are like you know colorful and yellow and they think they know it's like oh it looks great um well don't just really do like a neutral thing just do if it's not white do like a light gray you know something that would make the content pop but at the same time it's really just stands out and still it's not just like taking away from your actual content and your idea and that is key because i've seen some business plans like big heavy blue 
And, you know, it's like, come on, really? It's like, this is hurting my eyes looking at it and I'm not even the investor. So it's like, you know, you really have to think about it. I think, you know, white is always a good choice, but if you want to just kind of make it a little bit more, you know, like upstanding and you want to make it a little bit more out there, you just want to go with like a nice little gray or a nice little, you know, creamish, you know, light cream color. So colors are important. Make sure you're looking at your graphics as well. And if you can't afford it, then it would always be great to just have a graphic designer, you know, to pull it together for you. And um, once you give them the content, make sure that it looks really great. And like Red said, it was a great tip, Red, just like really standing back from it in presentation mode, because often we don't do that. We just kind of figure, oh, it's done. It's, you know, it's fine. Um, ready to go. I think presentation mode is really good because oftentimes these people are looking at three, four screens. They're just have the things opened up and they're like, oh, wow, this is, you know, this looks great. And if something mm -hmm. just like we eat with our eyes, people re re react to when an investment deck or even a presentation looks really great and it draws that attention. So I think that's Absolutely. really so. Absolutely. Yeah. And and, and to Felicia's earlier point, if you're trying to make it pretty, just don't. I think you said that earlier, Felicia, and I just chuckled a little bit. It's like that should be the theme of trying to make a PowerPoint presentation pretty. Content is everything. Pretty, pretty is pretty is off off the lid. Just don't. Quote unquote Felicia, just don't. Yeah. I mean, it can be, you know, it, it can look good without it being too over <laughs> the top, is really what we're right. saying. It's not that it shouldn't look pretty. It should look good, but it should look good in a professional, you know, way sure. that or that everybody, you know, understands is, is the way that a formatted investment deck is. And if you have any, obviously any doubts, you can look this up. Um, you know, you can Google it. There are so much resources right now out there that you need to be tapping into. So nobody should be ignorant of the process of raising money. Unfortunately, Reg, it is a, a big issue and it's a big pet peeve of mine, which is why we're doing this podcast uh, because we really find this all the time at Invest Caribbean. People are presenting projects and it's just not investor ready. And I always tell them, you're not ready for prime time. You know, it's really not um, ready. So if I am turned off by it, imagine what the investors are going to say. Um, so so really, we just want to make sure that you're getting, you know, the facts and on what what it is and how the process works and understanding also the jargon that we're going to use here um, from time to time, like, you know, pre-seed and seed and all of these uh, words that that you should be familiar with if you're going to really pitch an investor. So, Raj, I think yeah. that's that should do it for this episode. They'd have to tune in to the next episode to get more in terms of how they present their business plan and their financials. Absolutely, Felicia. I would just say to close it out, just be open to just be open to uh, criticism and utilize Felicia and the Invest Caribbean Now team to get all of your business needs, all of your tools that you need to, to be successful. Absolutely, absolutely. And of course, it's investcaribbeannow.com. You can always hit us up there. Um, we're happy to absolutely advise you and help you, of course, Reg. Uh, this is all the time we have for this episode, but make sure that you are subscribing and, of course, sharing this podcast because it is definitely informational and educational, which is our intent with this. And that's all the time that we have. I'm Felicia Prasad, wishing you abundance and success.
And I'm Reggie, wishing you love and light.